Welcome to the Optimal Body Podcast. I'm Doc Jen. And I'm Dr. Dom. And we are doctors of physical therapy, bringing you the body tips and PT pearls to help you begin to understand your body, relieve your pains and restrictions, and answer your questions. Along with expert guests, our goal of the Optimal Body Podcast is to help you discover what optimal means within your own body. Let's dive in. So heading into another podcast and heading into another year. <laughs> Happy New Year to everybody. Can't wait to dive into another year. And I love today that we're just going to be talking about how to start the new year, how to quote, start over, how to get back on the bandwagon, whatever you want to say. Because I know the new year is when a lot of people likes to make their resolutions and likes to say they're going to do all these crazy things forever and infinity. What's the reality? How do we have a successful start to the new year? Yeah, I think when we put so much pressure on, it's the new year. Now I'm friend. It's like a Monday. The new year is like a Monday. <laughs> I'm finally going to eat well. I'm going to work out. I'm going to do all my work. And then you get home and you lay in bed and you watch Netflix and chill. <laughs> yeah. That's like, I feel like the new year. And then it just is like stress and shame and all of these things of, I didn't do that that I said I was going to do. I've already failed at this. And, you know, mm. it builds stress. I think within that, there's a couple things that we can dive into right away, like resolutions. One, mm -hmm. how to make good, sustainable resolutions and how to, too, not set yourself up for failure with this expectation that that was my resolution. I'm going to do it. And then when something isn't going right, how to not feel like, oh, I failed. Yeah. Now this is bad. Yeah. Well, and I like to look at it on like a whole picture, right? What is it that you want not only for a new year, mm -hmm. but for a new day, right? Mm -hmm. how, what is it that you want for a new week, for a new month, for a new hour, for a new moment? We get to choose every single time we step into something, you know? And I remember even listening to Brennan Bouchard one time. And he said, every time I step through a door frame, the minute, the minute that I go through that door frame, I'm choosing joy because I want to come into a room with joy. I want people to see that on me. And so it's the same thing within our body. If it, you know, you get to choose every single moment, it doesn't have to be a door frame, it doesn't have to be joy, it be whatever you make it. But that's okay. what I think resolution should more be generally geared toward rather than what am I going to do for the year and how is this year going to be so different? But how is this moment, this week, this month, this, you know, mm -hmm. moment going to be? How am I going to choose to show up? Yeah, I mean, we really set up that future through the choices that we make in the now, in the present. And I think what you're speaking towards really speaks into some of the resolutions that I've made that really have stuck. You mm -hmm. know, the ones that have kind of taught me, oh, these are the types of things and commitments I get to make around the new year because they've had to do a lot less with a specific diet or a specific mm. workout plan or I'm specifically going to do this and focus on my studies and it has had to do more with an intention mm -hmm. and more with something that held intention and value for me but was then something that I reminded myself of and set up a structure where I held myself accountable to that and one of them I made I don't remember exactly how I specifically worded it but it was I'm not going to let anything anyone else does or says impact the way that I feel mm. or act myself. And that was super powerful to me. That's actually, I kept saying that to people. That was one of the resolutions that I had made. And I continued to say it to people for a few years because mm -hmm. it really stuck with me. Mm -hmm. And then a few years later is when somebody gave me the growth book, the 
four agreements where they're like, yeah, it really sounds like don't uh, take anything personally as one of the agreements. And so he's like, yeah, read this. I think you'd resonate with it. And it did. I just, it hit me because it's been some of the things that I was doing and trying to do. And then it was this sign from the universe that, oh, I need to really commit to this stuff more. And then I dove into more personal development stuff. So for me, it was this mantra that I made as a New Year's resolution, but kind of just repeated for years because it just resonated with me. It stuck with me. I had an affirmation practice where I wrote that down every day for at least a few months. And then it just kind of became something I would speak to myself. Like, don't let anything anyone else does affect the way that you act or feel. Yeah. Because that's just useless. (laughs) I I love that. And I think intention is I, you know, the feeling of intention, who you want to be, what are the actions that you're going to take to be that person? I think that's really what we get to focus on because then it becomes less about the thing. It becomes less about the diet or this specific workout. But if I want to choose to be have more energy, if I want to choose to show up to people, to be reliable, to be loyal, what are the things that I have to do? Like I get to be loyal to myself. Am I drinking enough water? Am I getting enough sleep so that I have the energy to show up to people? You know, am I moving every single day so that I have the energy to show up? And it's Mm. like, what are those practices that really help to set the intention of who you want to be? And I think that is like my mantra for now going on. And that actually started in November when I started saying that. So I've heard this in personal development classes and stuff Mm. like that, where typically people will say, I want to have this thing, so I'm going to do this. And then once I do that, I'll be this person, right? And they try to really coach you around instead of trying to have the thing in order to be a person, because you don't know if you're going to be happy at the end of that. You know, why don't you choose to be happy and then do the things and then you'll have the practice, right? And what I like to say is like, yes, you can set the intention on who you want to be, but it really starts with what are you doing? in order to be that person. And so for me, it's still the do part because if I want to be a loyal person, that means I am showing up for my friends over and over again. And if I want to be loyal to myself, I'm showing up for myself, even in the moments where it's uncomfortable or it's hard Mm -hmm. or I have to sacrifice a little bit of something, right? I'm still showing up for myself. So for me, it's really what are the the doing, the practices, our breath work together, build our connection. If I want to be connected to you, I get to do the things that really bring us into connection. Yeah, absolutely. And then instead of focusing on, I don't like to focus on the have word because then you'll have all the things. I like to focus on the enjoy. Because it's so, the experience. Exactly. So my thing this year is do, be, enjoy. I really reflect well with that and resonate with that one because it's taking something from the personal development rule um, world and bastardizing it and making it your own. <laughs> um, because again, I don't think it's one specific language that makes us who we are. I don't think it's one no. specific set of rules that we follow that makes us who we are, but it just reframes a few of the things to focus a little differently. I love how you spin it and say enjoy at the end because mm-hmm. even the word have it makes you think about some tangible something, some yeah. tangible the product car, or the, the car house, the- or the trip, but it doesn't have to do anything with that thing. It has more to do with the experience because yes. we're built off that experience. So doing the thing, again, it can be tough to be a certain way sometimes just because I'm like, okay, I want to be this way. Yes, I'm angry right now. Yeah, I'm suddenly, gonna be happy. suddenly I'm going to be happy. No, <laughs> like even if it's doing something to put yourself in a slightly different yes. environment, 
let me go out on the balcony, sit in the sun for a minute, take some deep breaths. Great. Let us do our breath work together. Yes. Do something to put ourselves in a different environment so that we can then be a different way. Yeah. I like that a lot. So I think that's what we should approach resolutions, you know, kind of in in seeing like, who is it that I want to be this year? And I usually think of like a one overall arching word when I come into a new year, like, what is the the experience of this year? What do I want to feel? What do I want to create? Who do I want to be? Right. And so I kind of think of that as like a whole overarching year. What's your word this year? Quick. We didn't even prepare for this. Well, I didn't know you were going to do that to me. Well, yeah, but now you have to come up. I don't. You don't have to come up with a word. I thought of one when you were saying that, though. <laughs> what is your word? <laughs> I thought of it so that I could be ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you put me on the spot. No, I thought of a good one. and I, Grounded. I think mm. my word is grounded. I've never had a word or resolution like that. And with moving out here and now us buying a house in Minnesota and traveling back and it's felt a little bit chaotic and my, literally my soul has felt a little flighty just like where is home base so really grounding and rooting in the reality where i'm at i think is going to be a good place for me to go so whatever my resolution is then i can gear towards that intention of trying to remain grounded in the present grounded where i'm at on the west coast now <laughs> grounded if we go to minnesota to do work whatever it may be i really like that i think that's that's a great one it resonates for me with you you know, because I have felt <laughs> the not groundedness sometimes. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Just being Which real. <laughs> I think it's good. No, but I think it's great that you'll let me know that when you feel that. And because I'm not good at hiding <laughs> my not emotions really. or hiding how we I'm feeling. Or, oh, totally. And we as humans just do different things when we feel a different way. Again, going back to the do, be, enjoy. <laughs> when I'm being a certain way, I need to do different things. That's what I always say to you. I'm just like, I'm just feeling a certain way. So I just get to make different choices now. I get to start making different choices. I get to get back to my morning breath work, writing down something in a journal, playing some music. If I do that for three or four days, I will be a certain, a different way. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that's what, like, one of my favorite coaches, Krista Petty, she, she's a somatic therapist and someone I worked with. And she's just so real <laughs> in the way that she presents this work, too. Because, again, a resolution feels like it's the one thing that I'm going to take on and it's then going to hold me through, you know, the rest of time. It doesn't always work like that. It's, it's the ability to choose over and over and over again. So just like you said, you know, some of your morning practices or journaling might go away for a period of time. And then how can I choose to bring it back in? Yeah. And I think that's how we can start to look at resolutions. Like it's not a failure. It's not mm. a something that like, oh, I didn't do the things to be the person I want to be. Okay. Recognize it. Acknowledge it. Now, what can I do to make a different choice in this moment? And that's really what it is. Who, how am I showing up again and again? Like trust, loyalty, consistency is choosing that thing over and over and over again. It's not being perfect all the time. Mm -mm. I mean, that's the fourth agreement of the four agreements is do your best. <laughs> so that's where I'll go. And then, you know, another one that I read, of course, everyone starts pulling out these different <laughs> self-development courses or books was love is letting go of fear. And if you haven't done your best in the past, or if you don't do your best in the present moment, letting go of that guilt, which essentially is fear that you're going to do the same thing in the future. Yeah. And do your best again and play all over again. I think Kelly Starrett said, he's like, 
life is awesome because even if we mess up and even if we make a choice that's a little bit less than optimal, we get to wake up and play all over again the next day. Mm-hmm. So do your best, you know, have some compassion for yourself and move mm-hmm. forward. Compassion has been a word I've used before. Freedom has been a word I used before for the year. You know, I don't, I, I'm going to be honest, I don't have my exact word yet. Maybe I'll put it in the show notes. So if you go look at the show notes, <laughs> hint, hint, it'll be there at this time because we're recording this a little earlier. But what I'm feeling is that it is something around love because we get to get married this year. Which is where I will be the grounded rock. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to have to be because things might get crazy. Uh, But also, you know, I'm this, it's still spilling out from 2020. We don't know what things may look like for said wedding. So there's also this feeling of, of, you know, letting go of control of just being, of just letting things play out, of just being in the flow. And I don't have one word yet because I want to encompass both love and flow. And if there's any recommendations, you guys can let me know too. DM them in. I'm open. Email. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's where my heart is kind of feeling called toward because I want to focus on on being in in the love of what we've created and what we get to create moving forward and also yeah. in the in the flow of just you know what will be and how it will turn out is exactly what is meant to be i think that sounds great especially in a year where the uncertainty can be so challenging mm-hmm. regardless of if you have a wedding or not and yeah. moving forward i think we've kind of learned just to expect something that might be unexpected um and i think that's a great thing in life, especially with resolutions, whether it's a pandemic, whether it's a move, whether it's a big change in work, job, whatever it may be in life, there are going to be big changes. And I think that some of the morning practices that I I develop are to help me stay calm when those big changes come about, (laughs) you know, like breath work, controlling your reaction in certain situations, Mm -hmm. understanding that it's okay for our body to feel sad or for ourselves to feel sad, like say if we lose a job, but then we can turn that around with certain practices in order to be open to the next opportunities mm-hmm. a little bit quicker. Again, it's okay to feel bad. This year, a lot of changes came really quickly and some of them last made year. me, last year, again, 2020, a lot of changes really quickly and some of them made me want to be sad, whether it was losing clients or this or that. But when you turn around, focus on what's right in front of you, stay in the present, not focus on fears or guilts, you can be so much more open to the opportunities that will bring exactly what you're looking for back around into your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Dom and I are both all about the feels. Feel it all. Yeah. <laughs> and and it truly is true. Like you have to feel it in order to free it. And it's even pain. If we're trying to avoid pain, it's going to continue to scream and scream and scream. And so feel it, acknowledge it, move into it. That's how we start to free it. And that's what we try to bring you every podcast and little education into your body. That's what we try to bring you with the programs. And and Dom and I kind of make these resolution type things every month. Every month totally. we have something called a couple goals book. <laughs> yep. And it's my favorite thing. Well, Jen about just what we've recently done. made the most amazing for my birthday, like rendition of the book. I wish we had it right here, but it's got pictures and everything. It's the whole year from my birthday. So we get to make goals for a whole year and actually write it down. 
that'd be a cool thing to share more with people someday, um, especially people out there who aren't wanting to keep their own goals, how to do it and hold themselves accountable and actually review and see where we where things didn't add up. Because when we make goals, it's good to look back around and say, oh, that's what I wanted to do at the beginning of the month. Yeah. Oh, how things changed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we do, we do that. We go back to the goals and see what did we actually maintain and what did we not? And we're very honest with ourselves. And sometimes it's hard. Sometimes you yeah. don't, you didn't hit any of them. And you know, it, it's not punishment, it's not failure. It's just acknowledgement. And what we do with those, we do three couple goals. So what are our goals and intention and who we want to be and how are we going to do that, right? So mm-hmm. sometimes it is a dancing once a week. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's three times a week of breath work together. You know, I mean, there it can go on and on from date nights and all their things. But what do we get to do again in order to be in the connection of what we want to create. And that's the next part is we always have the intentional word of the month, which I, uh, what was the intentional word of the month for November? <laughs> I don't know. Oh gosh. <laughs> but we said an intentional word of the month, uh, whether it's something that is prevalent for both of us or something that we've been wanting to work on or something, whether it's communication. And so we're just really focusing on being communicative and, and together on that for that month. Great. And then along with that, each of us does three of our own personal and three of our own business or career related goals Mm -hmm. um, that we can kind of hold ourselves accountable to and let our partner know that that's what we want to do the next month. Yeah. And I think it's so important too, like, especially when you're talking relationship, yes, you want to be focused on what you're creating together. However, you can't lose sight of your own self and you can't show up for your partner in the best way. And if you're not taking care of what needs to be, you know, take addressed and taken care of within and, I saw a great post from one of my friends, Bethany, and she has like five kids, I believe. I mean, it's just so many, <laughs> but, but she was showing herself like, this is what working out means and this is what it looks like. And she's super buff and more ripped than I am for sure. But it's not beyond appearance and aesthetics of she commits to herself and she said, no matter what it looks like, this is what I get to do for me every single day. And it's going to happen no matter, again, no matter if I'm holding a kid in my arm as I'm doing step ups or or people are running around and I'm chasing them throughout the workout. This is what I get to do for me. And my kids get to also see how I'm taking care of myself as I show the example of what it means to do that. There's such an opportunity that I feel like so many people are missing out on because I think there's such a gap in understanding of what it means to be active and healthy and exercise. People have such this skewed view of what exercise is and we think you need to be running for an hour and super sweaty and all of this stuff. And then there's this other huge gap where people don't move with their kids or spend time with their kids as much. And again, I I don't have kids and I can't speak to this exactly, but I feel like there's such amazing opportunity to move, move when your kids are around, which then turns into you moving with your kids, spending time with their kids. There's so much ability, I feel like, to inject movement in your life as an adult who has kids to then set a great example for a child. And I look forward to that challenge someday (laughs) because I know it's It's going to be be a a lot different than saying it when you don't have kids and you have plenty of time to get your own movement in. But um, as a PT, that's something that I would get good response from with people like, oh yeah, I actually included my daughter or whatever mm-hmm. in going, walking the dog, spending time with them. And, you know, it can end up working out positively. So that's always an option. 
And I love seeing my movers who post like stories or anything of the optimal body workouts and their kids are either doing it with them the or watching. Time lapses where the kids are yeah. just like running around. <laughs> They're like underneath them. And it's so, it brings me so much joy because I know growing up, like my mom always showed me that example. And I yeah. got to see that that isn't something you have to do. It is a lifestyle. It is something that you choose to do every day because <clears> it <throat> makes you feel good. It keeps you healthy and <laughs> it gives you the energy that you need to be you. And my mom's a beast, so she's a little bit of a different human, but yeah. <laughs> she continued to always preach in that example, and I'm so insanely, insanely grateful for it. Yeah, and it came from a different place. It came from her wanting to be strong and being able to move around and play with her grandkids, and she is the most active grandma playing with her kids on I mean, the ground. I mean, it's her sanity. Like, this woman yeah. has to be moving. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and that's where we talk about our influence and my mom and my dad growing up, but my mom, I always remember her telling me not about moving because she needed to exercise, but she said, when I feel my best, yeah. she's approached it this way. When I feel my best and I have the greatest joy in my life, I'm spending a lot of time outside and I'm spending a lot of time outside moving. And her love of movement came, I think, strictly of needing to be outside in Minnesota to get some sunlight, to feel like you're a sane human being and not a gerbil trapped in a cage in the Minnesota winters. <laughs> like me. <laughs> but she taught me the value of getting outside and snowshoeing and snow yeah. skiing and cross-country skiing and just loving being outside, even if it was cold because of the way it makes your, your body feel. And so I think a lot of where my movement comes from is driven in that way because it does just make your body feel great, especially I mean when you can spend more time outside while you do it. It explains why you climb trees so much. So it, <laughs> it does explain a lot. Yeah. And I think it would kind of play into what our message is around movement in the new year. Because yeah. so many people are asking what that workout plan is that they can do. What What's the workout plan everyone's starting for the new year? What are we going to get into? Get into that intention of consistency and having your movement come with a purpose to be happy for that hour, to enjoy that hour or 30 minutes or 15 minutes, 10, whatever it is that you can get your body moving, do it with a purpose of enjoying it and adding something into your life. And who do you want to be? Do you want to yeah. be that empowered mother? You know, I mean, I think mm -hmm. that's a super place to, and not to shame, like you're empowered mother because you're a mother. Like that's <laughs> bottom line, right? Definitely. Um, and you know, you can always choose whatever that language looks like or what that feels like for you, but who do you want to be? Choose that. Now, what are the actions that you're going to do and choose it again and again and again, fall off, choose it again, choose it again, choose it again. And so hopefully, you know, you get to embrace that. It's not just in the new year, but it's in the moment. It's in the day, in the week, in the month. And if you need to write down I even have three words that I write down on my alarm. And so every single day, you know, I wake up and I see this. These are, these are the three things that I'm choosing to be today. Thank you again for joining us on yet another PT Pearl. We just appreciate you so much. And of course, if you need more visuals for each PT Pearl, they are over at Doc Gen Fit on YouTube. There is a whole section for the PT Pearls from the Optimal Body Podcast that you can use to really see what we're talking about. And don't forget, if you really like this, if you're learning from it, share it out, share it with your community. Tell us what you're learning. Rate and subscribe to the episode because there's going to be so many more goodies and PT pearls along the way. And if you're ready to dive in even deeper, don't forget we have an optimal body membership with an incredible community of movers learning with us and moving in their body. 
Until next time, thank you again.